All right, Mos. What's going on? We're back. We were actually talking pre-pod. Just we're like, why don't we just roll into the pod? We need to just start recording and then just have our conversation and then get into the pod. And maybe there's some stories we have to cut out, and that's fine. But we had to cut the story like, out. I feel like we need to start just going off the cuff more. Why don't you tell them about your haircut? No. <laughs> so boring. <laughs> such a non-conversation. It doesn't matter. It's a great haircut. Whatever. It's great to have my hair. You don't want to shout out head. the barber? No free shout out. Uh, honestly, uh, not like it was like I go into the barber and like I know the guy through my friends who like go get their haircut with him. He's just like English guy, and like I heard he's like a great time. He's fun, but like I was not ready for the buzz. Like this guy Is absolutely. This guy on Saint Clair? No, this guy's on oh. at Glassbox on Harvard Street in Toronto. Huh. Incredible There's hairstyles. There's the free show, though. Yeah. I, uh, I remember actually his, the owner of his shop put out like an Instagram post that he's like trying to get a videographer. I just sent him my work, and I was an idiot, and I didn't say, hey, I'd, be a pre- I'd appreciate like working with you. All I just said was like, this is some of my work in reply to his story, and he's just like, nice. I didn't oh, yeah. like call to action. That's good. <laughs> I'm such a fucking idiot. Airblunt oh, marketing. Hey, man. I'm not terrible. Um, but you're, no, you're good at video. It balances out. It's oh, fun. Uh, hey, it's a shout. Um, Ricochet. But I get in there and like I'm kind of tired. Like I've been up since like six thirty, just like shooting all day. Finally get home, quickly shower, go to the barber, and like this guy brought some energy with a mask on and a thick British accent, and I couldn't really understand him, and he was talking oh, so no. fast, and it was like charisma, oh, no. and just all the place, music playing, and like his buddies who he cuts with, like his other like coworkers, are buzzards too, and I was just like put in the spin zone, I kind of just shut down, got the haircut, <laughs> it was so awkward, I bet this guy is probably thinking like, wow, I'm so bored with this, this guy, because I know a bunch of guys that are his friends, that are like buzzards, you know. You didn't bring the energy. I brought... I was so lame. It's like when you go on a date with a girl and you're like, this is going to be fun. And then you go on and you're just like dragging through the conversation. Or maybe you get stuck in a like bus ride. You have no shared interests. Oh, zero like, shared oh, interests. Jesus Christ. Or you get stuck beside someone on like a trip somewhere during school and you're like, I don't like this is you just end up going on your phones because there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. And it's not even like yeah. you're bad. Bail. Like, it's just like unlucky. Just guys don't vibe or whatever. The energy's off. But yeah, um, a lot of stuff's changing. Got a puppy as well. I guess wow. I'll just quickly show for the pod if she's around. Bring some emotion she's into your life. I love sleeping. it. Needs a break. But it's my mom's dog. I'm, I'm just but a brother. But anyways, we were talking about something interesting because I am a douchebag and I pushed the podcast back 30 minutes. I'm supposed to record at 10. It's 10.55 right now. I just assumed that you got up at 9.55 and the yeah. first thing you did was send off that text. It's funny that the imagery of just waking up in a haze and just like looking at the time and it's like, <gasps> oh my God, we have a podcast in five minutes. Just oh no. Anxiety. But no, no, no. It, it was actually, I was up at 8.45, but I did everything right. I did everything right the night before. I'm like, I'm going to get up at like 6.30, 6.45. I have a bunch of shit I need to do. I need to like see my like family today. I had to get things done before I leave for Montreal, et cetera, et cetera. Go to bed at 11, and I wake up at like 8.45. Threw the alarms, just an idiot. I don't know what happened. And it was making me think just about like sleep in general. And uh, I was actually editing a video for Davey on the podcast. He's incredible. Talks about how to get good sleep. He was talking about the two hormones, cortisol and melatonin. 
cortisol is like a stress hormone melatonin for i don't know everything but it's about like it's like relaxes you and it's like for your body produces it when it's going to sleep and feeling tired and when we go on our phones even if you have the blue light filter on um you start producing cortisol and stress and like it makes it hard to fall asleep what i also realized was i just went on my phone merely for like five minutes maybe 10 minutes and all of a sudden i just got this feeling of stress and i wonder if that actually fucked my quality of sleep where i overslept but i still feel tired so it kind of double whammied me i got something embarrassing to admit uh sunday night i watched the uh zero dark 30 osama bin laden documentary that i loved by the way highly recommend what is it called i had nightmares zero dark 30 that's a film is it not not a documentary it's not a, it's like a dramatized documentary it's like right in between them anyways um i went to bed i didn't like feel scared or anything of the movie but i went to bed and i swear to god it's the worst sleep that i've got in, like the last two weeks like i legit had nightmares and not even about the movie i just felt like this general sense of unease do you think it was from just watching something well, it was the only thing yeah because i had a great day and then i woke up and i was like fuck what happened you also are a buzzer on your phone like you're a scroller right scrolling's new smoking scrolling I'm, I'm chain smoking it's it's a nick it's a it's a stimulant it will destroy your sleep it's crazy you get sucked in the instagram trap at night you're done oh and like you look up it's and worse spend... than the rta sand pit this <laughs> let's get into that in a second but the sand it's true you look down your phone and then you like go do your thing and you look up and like whatever it feels like a minute and it's been 20 minutes and you're like, like why do i feel what? uneasy why am i anxious like why do i feel like i need to do more why was there a part of me that was just aware the whole time this wasn't what i'm supposed to be doing yeah, i just like, pushed that away on the plus side i know how to like you know grind and like it's learn always how to, like... useless shit <laughs> like i looked at like a chicken parm pan sheet recipe when am i ever gonna cook chicken parm completely useless to my life no or even worse is when i go down a rabbit hole where i'm looking at shit and then like i'm not even looking at things i enjoy i'm just kind of like making fun of things i'm like why is this guy doing this thing or whatever or, like <laughs> i'm like going down an unproductive route i'm like watching people like buy these clothes or like cars i'm like what am i like why am i watching quavo why am i watching quavo buying a car right now you know what i mean like this is this yeah. doesn't make sense i don't care about the uh the pink bentley that birdman gave young thug Although i don't the, care <laughs> the worst feeling is when if you even if it's really bad when you smoke a bit of weed but it can happen when you're sober is like you're like scrolling through things and then you have a realization about like the world because you're looking at instagram and you're like wait like where's all the garbage going <laughs> this happens like, a lot this happens to me sometimes i'm looking around i'm like wait a sec like fifty thousand people just packed in a stadium to watch a game like how much like, this is so dumb like where where's all the poo go the <laughs> like where does that do we have an infrastructure system that makes that just sense? smacks you in the face it just it it full Mid scroll and just like, it takes gives you me, completely out of the experience just think about Toronto, 5 million people. How much, do you know how much garbage we probably produce and wasted Disgusting. water and just like, just waste in general? And I'm thinking like, they always tell us, yeah, we have this recycling thing, this compost thing, this thing, this thing. And I'm like, how much is that a guise to chill the anxiety of the society? 
And in reality, they're just still doing the same thing over and over again that they've been doing for 30 years, but they market themselves so that people relax and stop complaining. That freaks me out. And I'll think about that late at night when I'm fucking stoned. I'm like, we're being lied to. The only thing that hits me when I think of uh, Toronto waste, Toronto garbage, is that when I moved into my apartment in second year, it was out. My window was outside of where the garbage got picked up. And it took me two months to get used to the garbage truck that would come. It would beep, beep, beep. Like six in the morning. I'd be like, what the fuck? I'd be coming back from the bar. And I'd be like, I'm going to get a good sleep. I'm going to sleep in until 10. Oh. And six o'clock would roll around, slam you right in the face. Johnny, what? back up, back up. <laughs> it was like terrible. Some, just dude. some guy screaming at the top of his lungs. Um, but you just, you just brought up Ryerson. What's this sand pit you speak of? Oh my god, the best thing. School. Well, I guess it's not even art. They, they renamed our school, dude. It's the creative school now. Wait, what? Ryerson's the called the creative school? Shit. No, 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 no. Our RTA got rebranded as the creative school. No way. Or FCAT. I can't forget which one. But anyways, the, the best part of our school was this like, I don't even know what to call it. Like a, like a foyer, I guess. Where you can walk in both sides of the building that we would always that we had all of our classes in, like the front lobby. And there, yeah, the front lobby. That's a good way of describing it. But the joke was that you could walk in and you get sucked in there for like an hour because people would just hang out there, and it was like you you can't escape the sand pit. You either have to go down and pull one of these, where you don't make eye contact with anyone, and then you're just kind of a scumbag. Or you look up and somebody's like, "Hey, what's going on? It's been so long. Let's go talk." Yeah, what are you up to, dude? What are you, What are you doing? You're like, I'm just like taking a break. I really need to like focus. Okay, I really need to edit that. Like, I'm like, on a deadline right now, and my ass is gonna get clapped if I don't deliver this on time. <laughs> I gotta go. I really the guy's gotta like, go. No, dude. I just came out of my politics and film class. We should talk about like existentialism in the uh, in the film oh, industry. They're like, dude. dude, I I don't care right now dude i'm pretty sure i got a 60 in that class the best part though is like my notes the thing is if you get a younger guy or girl like at least like they kind of want to stop talking too because we everyone in our generation has social anxiety and like seems to want to for the most part just get out of there but it's when you get stuck with the teachers the i think profs, the teachers feed off that dude. Oh, they're not oh, doing anything they don't want to work they get paid the same doesn't matter. Their output is irrelevant for their for their paycheck. There's no bonus. No. I think we had a teacher there who didn't show up. Well, oh, we no. tracked. We, we're Are not going to say any names. No names. But there was a teacher we would track when they came in. We would track when they came into the sand pit and then when they left. Like, when does this guy start his day? Whoa. I'm going to bleep out. When does this person start their day? We're like, oh, it's 1030 and they're coming in and then we would leave and come back and it would be like 1130 and they would still be there. We're like, you've done nothing today, but socialize like yeah, this. It's, I mean, I guess it is field research, right? Yeah. It's, it's uh, being it's, a resource to the students. Well, yeah, I mean, it's called philanthropy. You got to give back. You just got to give back to the school. And I respect that. You want to give back to the Ute. Could you imagine that, though? Yo, that would be the best job in the world. Do you think? Are you kidding but me? Starting your day at 1130? 
No, but would you though start at? Would you start those days at eleven thirty, or would you get up the regular time of your routine and then that's no, just part I, of I it? wouldn't. But I mean, I think it's it's so fun having the option. Yeah, I'm just getting nervous talking about this because I can just feel this coming back to bite us in the fucking ass. You know what I'm saying? We didn't. No names. No I names. Know, There's so, I, and listen. Like, I'm gonna hedge my bets. No so one's that listening. People don't come after me. Well, that and there are some wonderful faculty and when they're actually teaching a lot of them do an exceptional job but i think that's that's for like most universities dude like my my mom's a professor and funny story when she was looking for an office at her university there was no offices it sounds like the most boring story in the world i'm getting somewhere i promise and she's looking around whatever and she noticed that no one's coming to this office she's been there like a month and a half no one's coming to this office she goes to like the dean says, listen, there's nobody in there, whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, it's blank and blank. It's John Smith. And he usually works from home. This guy didn't go to his office for like a year and a half, dude. And he was still on payroll tenure. So I hear horror stories like these. Once you get the tenure, it's it's over. I've seen TikToks. So, you know, those like hype houses or whatever, like the yeah. content houses. Well, the tech scene got on them. And they would just be like nine entrepreneurs staring in like a four bedroom flat in New York. And they do a tour of the house. And they're like, here, we have six beds in this one room. And we have three. It's just the most ludicrous shit. And you're like, wait, they're still missing one. And the grand finale at the end of the video is the Harry Potter suite under the stairs. And it pulls out. And there's, there's this little closet that you would put a broom in and it just has enough space for one of those shitty air mattresses. And that's the room. Can you imagine living like that? I guess we're back in the pod right now. My mom p- picked up the dog. She's upstairs now for a little walk. Could you ever see yourself sacrificing comfort to like pursue like a goal or dream alongside a bunch of other people? Like it's a real risk, you know, like that's like... I think these are smart guys. Like, could you pull? Could you pull that trigger? Only if I had a lot of conviction in the idea and the team. What if the idea is not you're all working on the same thing? It's just you're all like-minded pushing each other. No, probably no? not. Because there's just better alternatives. Like, we don't all have to live in the same house. Although I will say there was a house with a bunch of RTA kids called Mint. I don't know if you've ever went, but I went to the craziest Halloween party there. We went and it's like a three-level house on carlton like pretty sure between carlton sherborne and whatever the i guess jarvis would be their street and we walked in three levels halloween party and i think within five minutes being there we walked in get upstairs dance or whatever and there's a table with this speaker on it and the first thing that i saw was this guy dancing on the table slips hits the power cord for the speakers electricity and everything go out room is pitch black lights turn back on and this guy is just sprawled out on the floor i'm like oh my god he might be dead this guy might have died and like why is no one caring it's almost like no everyone's drunk and like no one like where the fuck is the music what the fuck just happened what's going on let's get out of here bro just died here (laughs) yeah this party's lame bro let's get the fuck out of here I think those kind of houses are great for everyone that comes through because it's like, this is the spot, man. This place is so sick. But I feel like living there would just be hell. (laughs) You're just reminded every day that you like sacrificed so that you could have like space and all these people in here. But there is something, there's something about like everyone taking a risk together 
and just making like a decision that everyone's parents were like well like everyone had a high pitch like i think this is gonna work out like is this like there's something about everyone taking a risk like that where it's like yeah like how much do you think like i i know you want to move to toronto move to toronto and like have a savings do that thing but like how much is it and this is not me convincing you it's just i've thought about this too before where i'm like why not you know people say i don't have the money to move out like why not move out you have a bit of a savings but like take that risk where you have to be you're like there's a fire under your ass to make the money to pay for i might end up working at starbucks or the ryerson cafeteria true i mean i'd hope you have a skill set to sell to people (laughs) i think you have a skill set so like i don't think you need to worst case ontario i feel like better time would be spent not making espressos but spending that six hours of making espressos to you know reach out to people make some money maybe yeah you know like propose value to i actually it's funny you brought this up because i thought about this the other day i was like it would be fun to like just give yourself a month and move there and not have a job and try to figure it out because i feel like it would be good to motivate you it's like if you don't make it you might end up homeless we don't know well there's like no option it's like what's the i think it was like some civilization i forget uh like ancient civilization or like medieval times they like would they would go to fight a war on an island or they'd land on some land and then they would burn their boats and the psychological thing that would do to the people that they were attacking and sieging because like you know you'd see like the harbor from the distance they would land kill everyone and then they would burn their boats the psychological trick there was like the people defending the city or defending the land are like oh these guys aren't gonna leave like we have to kill every last one of them there's no like retreating to cover our losses or to cut losses it's like no we're, we're fucked like we're dead like we had to kill that, everyone is that a ru- uh, two questions is that a runescape quest number one and number two <laughs> did you hear that at a tony robbins seminar i think it was the vikings was it not while you're doing this i'm doom scrolling through instagram and i think every third slide is a crate challenge holy shit dude these have really taken over the internet okay yeah so i'm not gonna find this thing so let's just talk about the crate challenge dude they, holy it's, shit dude it's, it's so everyone. funny it is like all over the place and they're so funny i'm wondering if we're gonna see a gibson hazard edit uh you know to some sort of funny crate video uh, or we could get some actual good content like video wise could you imagine Crazy. just like a, a ig reel that loops of a guy falling on the crate challenge vertical Jesus. video do you think like i've seen some of them and i think the videos make it look more painful than it is how painful do you realistically think it would be to fall off like the top or the second level second top level well did you see the video i sent of the guy kicking the child kicking the crates from underneath oh, oh not kicking sparta kicking like oh, he left both feet yeah it was a it was a spartan kick and uh the guy just landed so hard in the middle of two, like got speared by two in his stomach. And you, you know when you see someone like, you know he's so angry, but he can't be angry because he's in so much pain. That's yeah. what it looked like. Because yeah. imagine doing that to someone. It was like an old dude too. Fucking a. Incredible. And it just, I think it's the first, well, maybe not the first, but it's one of those internet challenges where you're rooting for the person to get hurt. Yeah, well... I don't know. I've been rooting for them to make it. I don't know where. Uh, but it's it's entertaining because you know it, it's entertaining because if you you know that there's it's not even a 50-50. Let's be honest. I've seen way more fails and I've like I've seen two or three people that got across, 
So whenever I see them, my instinct is like, oh, he's going to eat it really badly. I just want to see how badly he eats it. I mean, you're you're a sadistic, you're a sadistic fuck because you know what? I went on your Instagram and I don't know if you still have it, but the ALS do. Ice Bucket yeah. Challenge, his viral video. This is when you first got into the content game. Can we just this get a is, little? Uh, no, this is the peak. This is the peak of my content career, dude. Dude, this is. Can we just get a full story of like how this came up? Like, I want you to break down. We can break it down. All, give some. I gotta context. watch it to put myself in the right state of mind give me a sec so as he watches it i'm just gonna talk about moses instagram and uh you know it hasn't been updated since 2017 2017 um, right it's uh, so funny because i see i see the comments on these and it's all thunder bay people and then all of my friends that i made in toronto are tagging their friends wait a sec like thunder bay person thunder bay person thunder bay person then everyone that i met in toronto scrolled through my instagram at some point when i met them and started tagging their friends okay i don't mean to derail derail what you're about to say but can we just address something real quick on your most recent or your last photo yeah from uh 2017 yeah justin escalona commented yeah, on this photo the, man. the gang dm me he's trying to sell me a t-shirt wait a sec what can you restart this wait 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 bring me for people who don't know, Jessica Escalona, influencer from like LA, I believe, he actually got started in the Call of Duty gang game. I used to follow him like back in the day. He would edit videos like what I used to do, and then he started moving into IRL a bit. Worked with Faze a bunch. Then I don't know where the disconnect happened, where they like fell apart, because they were tight as fuck in that space. Then he moved on. I didn't to, like, know any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this guy's been around forever. I forget his. It's like make films or something. I forget his YouTube channel, but four twenty something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he was in the space like big time. Um, and then he moved into his like clothing brand, I guess. Art. I don't know what he does, but he sells T-shirts. What the hell? So did you DM him in 2017? Like no, what? no. He found my profile. He, I think he was inspired by the uh, the jumping up and grabbing the light. Uh, you didn't. Why didn't you reply? Was he? Did he have a blue check back in the day or what? I don't think so. I remember being to... like, this guy, I'm going to say something, this guy's not going to care. Well, I'm just looking at your IG. I'm like, nothing here screams, I'm going to buy a t-shirt. Was it when he had no, 1340 not at all. Collective? He still has it, but yeah. Or, yeah, well, when he, is it when he started it for the first time? Uh, Yeah, well, it was, it, maybe not when he started it, but definitely like recently. Interesting. Okay, well, yeah. I guess there's no story there. But let's go back to the no. ASL, ALS, ALS, ASL. ALS, yeah, you got it. I messed that up. It's like the 50 cent video. ESL, ALS. How did this whole thing start? That's a good question. I think we, me and my buddies, well, it was going around that summer and me and my buddies like, these videos are so fucking lame. We got to do something cool. And then we were really into like jackass at the time too. So we're like, we got to do something like that. That's where it all started. So we tried it one time. We knew that I was going to go down on the bike and then, and, get water from a bucket we didn't i didn't know at the time that the bucket was going to hit me and that i was going to do the uh the bike wash car slide on the pavement so we do it once and they're sitting on like this retaining wall and it looks so lame dude it was like oh this this doesn't even 
it looks like we're trying too hard to do something cool. So my buddy's like, hey, let's just do it again. This time you get more speed. So I start, I live on a hill. I start higher up on the hill. Evil. I am cruising on this bike on the way down. Like we're talking like one, one and a half blocks picking up speed. And uh, I see my buddy on the retaining wall. And I swear to God, the last thing I saw was a little smirk on this kid's face. And I'm like, oh, no, here it comes. I had no clue the bucket was coming, but I see it launch. And if you slow down the video, you can see the speed wobble. And that's the moment I make eye contact with my buddy. I see that stupid little grin. And I know the bucket's going to get thrown. (laughs) Bucket goes on the handlebars and I eat shit. And to your point of that time where you're like too mad to be upset, if you look, we have, I think the, the extended video was posted and then got deleted, but it was literally me getting up off the bike, climbing on this retaining wall, and then just laying in the grass. Like it was the most, it was up to that point. It was the most pain that I've ever been in my life. Dude, I, I'm going to put the, the video <laughs> into the podcast. It is so fucked up. It's incredible. I'm sorry. It's, it, there's a longer version of this. There was, there was, but it was like, it showed like my sister, like running into our house, like we need first aid. Oh my God. He's bleeding out. And we didn't want to show that. Didn't we uh, just wanted the funny part. Didn't this go on world star? It's got like 20, 20 million views. We got paid for the video. We got from, paid, by who? We got paid by Tosh.0 to license the video, or somebody, I can't forget who, but somebody paid us to license the video. And you said us, so wait a sec, you... you... It was me, my buddy, and the other guy, my two buddies. The one guy who didn't throw any water and the guy who almost broke your neck got paid. (laughs) That's, uh, I don't know if I'd want (laughs) to give him any money. I don't know if I'd reward someone with money after doing that. Could you imagine you snap your neck? Oh, your shoulder. Okay, I'll put this in the podcast. It's it's really the story of um, when Moe's got into the game of It content. went viral. Got into the game. I think, I think to summarize it, I was in pain for the first day for sure. Excruciating pain. Second day was bad. And then by the third and fourth day, it was away. But it was crazy waking up the second day and seeing the video blow up. I was like, oh my God, it has like, 50,000 views. This is yeah. insane. It's it's worth it. It's worth it. So that was that happened and then you know years progressed about 3 years and then you stopped you retired from the game of Instagram. So what when, when yeah, are did. you what's going on? What what is going on? I don't know if on? I'm when, ever coming back. I think I'm ahead of the curve. I think people are are not posting as much on their feed. It's going to be straight stories. Straight. So what's is this the like I'm sorry, what can you explain yourself? Like is this like a are you seeing a trend of people moving yeah on. listen people are just not posting as much on their feed that's the trend and i'm just ahead of the trend i'm a trendsetter you are okay well then why don't you explain this new display picture why, why do you got a pokemon there were you watching like, everyone has show? talked to me like, about this this display picture what is that gangar or <laughs> it's gangar yeah I, you know what? I was inspired one night and probably a little high. I saw FaZe Banks and he has a Dragon Ball Z one. And I'm like, I got to do something similar. Are you going to make a creative page? I think you already had one, but you stopped posting to it. Like when? Yeah, it's not high on the priority list right now. There are more important projects. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah, we, we, well, we can't really talk about it probably just yet. But when the contract gets signed, we, uh, we'll talk about a new project we're working on. It's, um, 
it's, it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a good um learned a lot too learned a shitload but we can't really talk about it probably until we next can't week. talk about it at all so this is probably just not good to talk about it. but uh probably shouldn't have even mentioned it but i mean no it's fine. great that we did but if you're talking about ig like I've gotten so much of my work from the internet and like I just keep getting DMs today and I'm actually finally at a point where people are asking me like, oh, I get DMs from like different um, like smaller like businesses in like the spot, the sports space or like real estate. I'm like, will you do I a can't. video for free? I'm like, no, no, no. They're always understanding that they have to pay, which is really cool. I feel like there's actually a zeitgeist change in like the culture. Is that That's the a big word? word. Change in the That's zeitgeist. a scrabble word. I think I used that wrong. Change in the zeitgeist. Um, Everyone's going to pay, but it's like, I can't accept anymore. Like, I'm going to lose. You got to get subcontractors. Well, everyone's leaving. Everyone is fucking in BC. Everyone's in. And also, it's like. We talked about this before. Yeah. They're reaching out. Well, it's just August is a disaster. But the thing is, they're also reaching out for me. They're not reaching out for me to hire someone. And the thing is, that's what happens when you don't have like a production company. Right. Like, they just want Will because they see Will's sauce on Instagram and they're like, I want that sauce. They see Will's on my sauce Instagram. on Instagram. Well, Holy so- shit. sauce. What do you mean? It's fucking. I love how you said that so sure. nonchalantly. I think what you tried to slide that in. No, it's not douchey at all. Oh. You said that with a certain amount of swab that I wasn't expecting from you. You know, a lot of your work's coming through me, my guy. I mean, when are you going to, you know, get get a little page going? When are you going to get a job? What, or maybe not. It's like, when's the freelance going to... Do I got to take the lead on this? And then you're just going to be the back-end guy? Like, do you not yeah. want to get... You ever heard of Benny Blanco? No. And that's probably because he's <laughs> Benny, the back-end guy. Yeah. Benny Blanco. He, he wrote... Uh, he wrote TikTok. He wrote "I Kissed a Girl." You don't know these songs because you're uncultured. I know those songs. He's the back end guy. He has like twenty. I don't know what they're called in the music industry. Shows how uncultured I am. I guess platinum hits. I that, guess that's you, gonna be me. That's what I aspire to be. I feel like that's the better move. Now that I think about it, it's just less stress. Yeah. You just let like other people facilitate. do work for you. Yeah. Well, well, I feel like they do <laughs> well, the public work. But is the back end work harder? I don't know. I certainly enjoy it more. Yeah, I'll tell you that you can, much for free. You can just burrow away into your cave and <laughs> and figure it out. It does raise it's the a question. Nice little shot. It does raise the question. Starting a production company, what does that look like? And let, let's end on this. Like, do you think it makes sense? And I'll I'll put you on your heels. If like I love you and this. I well, made, what else is new? If you and I made a production company, or does it make more sense that it's not a partnership? It's a sole proprietorship. And then you're like a close, like associate partner, whatever you call it. I don't know what you call it, but like you don't take any liability, but you're just like much, very much a part of it. So you're Jerry Heller and I'm Ice Cube and I just get royally bent over on the contract. I, I don't know. <laughs> or you go 50-50. But then again, it's like you said you don't like doing back end. You know what I mean? Or you don't like doing mm-hmm. front end? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess we'll see. We're working a project together in the near future. That'll be a good little uh, testing the waters, seeing if you're a cool guy. Go- oh, it's, it's not the first project. Are you fun to work with? No, I, I mean, we were working on that stuff, and I was like, when we were talking, I'm like, wow, like, it is like so unprofessional to not have like a production company and talk about uh-huh. big budgets. Like, yeah. big budgets, You, it's like, what is, like... That doesn't make any sense. 
Like they're like, why are we paying like X amount, X thousand? Two guys. The two guys. Like what? What do these guys? What do these guys do? Or do they even yeah. have a, a a unifying body? This doesn't make no. sense. No. Well, you also have to think about uh, your your buddy the weasel, uh, Max Lewis, because he will undoubtedly find his way on many production sets. Oh, even if so he's just funny. the sandwich or audio guy. So love funny. you, Maxie. I just wish he was more fucking grind, grind set. You know what I mean? That guy. He's, he's got to talk to your buddy Pete. He's actually so smart. Like, I just and like, grind. Like he'll work a lot harder than me in certain areas. But like sometimes you just gotta fucking get the fire. You gotta get like, you gotta like, dangle some like hockey cool shit over pro stocks. Some like, pro stock sticks. You should see how hard he worked on the Mars Blade thing when we went to Arizona. Oh my god, this guy was like crazy. Always on the phone, finding places, working lines, getting numbers. Like it was like. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, why don't you do this shit? Where is this work me? ethic usually? With me. Maybe we can close on this. You've been, you have been buzzing lately everywhere. You you went to Arizona last weekend. You're going to Montreal this weekend. Last yeah, Arizona was a work trip. Montreal yeah. was, uh, but I mean, it's fun. It's a, it's a fun trip. No, but it's too much. It's like, there's no time to do anything. And I'm like, huh. I need, you need to relax. You know what I mean? And it's like, fuck, there's, there's no relaxing. You know what's the most, one of the best things you could do as like a person and like it's sometimes hard for many people and it was hard for me until like last week I found uh, or even kind of in Arizona is when I figured it out was um, when the day's winding down like just like really take your time and like clean the kitchen clean your room I feel like I learned this from you we've talked about this we talked about this very early into us meeting you shortly after I had bent you over on that soccer project oh <laughs> a year after it in fact. Because it was at that time where I was like, I mean, I was in a relationship and like when you're in a relationship, you have a routine and like there's not this like sometimes self-care goes on the back end because you're worrying about a person or you want to be a good person for someone else. So sometimes you kind of like you're working with someone for someone, not necessarily working, but like taking care of someone, I guess, or being there for them that you forget to like be there for yourself and just like make sure your setup in your life is like clean and okay and then you go to bed at a reasonable hour with a calm mind. You're not thinking, where is this thing? Am I going to find this tomorrow? Like, finally, I'm getting back into that flow where it's like, there's so much value in like not doing things and just like going around the house and looking around. Like, what can I clean? What can I move? What What's tomorrow? Like, let's like get my clothes out for the next day. Like, that's such a hack. Like, just putting your clothes on the ground. Like, I'm not going to do Zuckerberg where you have the whole, your whole closet is just gray shirts and blue jeans but you really just hate tech people you can say it you hate tech millionaires. well they're you they're, hate capitalism uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that was the funniest video oh my god yeah we'll save that for the next one but uh you just hate money you hate people that make money you <laughs> you're in an i'm rich by the way you're you in an in Nantucket? <laughs> I, it's you really know. nice I, I i live there i live there oh my god um so well, no zach no zach well zach. the problem with these guys is like they live the life that's good for them but they don't realize like they are like very different weird people like they're not regular people right they and, haven't like, been regular, to a bar in so many years and regular people look at them and go i want to be that when they're not irregular and then they start doing that and it just creates this like weird person who's trying to fit 
being a, they're like a weird you can say you can say home. socially dysfunctional it's all right so, <laughs> dude i saw let's close on this i saw um i follow this girl karen chang on uh wonderful she's filmmaker incredible. she's so cool um and uh she did a vr meeting with zuckerberg and a oh my god did i you saw see the that? video yeah. i was like and like hearing zuckerberg talk i'm like he's so smart and he's really nice but there's something like oddly robotic you know like he's like well i think this is a great step forward for um innovation in the uh virtual space and um i think this is a happy beginning for uh, all of us to be a part of and i'm like i think that's what oh. happens when you leave one of the most when you've been forced to when you started as a computer programmer and just an engineer guy and then you were thrust into a leadership position and had to lead one of the most valuable companies in the it's, world you might I think you that might, just turns you into a sociopath you might go crazy level. yeah it turns you into a savage I don't like think imagine just shutting off all of your emotions and being like, you're all, you're always a pretty like book smart, nerdy guy. But then you're like, I just can't look weak in front of anyone, anyone. anymore. Yeah. Vulnerability is really hard for me. Yeah. Frankly, Im- nearly impossible. Yeah. So I'm going to go foil for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> no. Always With zinc up on my nose. ripped <laughs> for foiling. So okay. many people. It was so funny. Just one final it was so funny to see the reaction because i had you on one side being like look at this guy this guy is so weird and then i had my twitter feed on the other side being like this guy's an american hero Hero. i want to be this guy one day and just seeing both of those perspectives like oh my god people see this guy so differently no i i think he's an american hero so, sort of maybe not a hero but like he's done so much good okay, no but these awesome. some of these people were like this is the coolest thing that i have ever seen in my yeah, life did weird, you weird. see the flag did you see the flag waving weird. weird weirdos weirdos but let's uh let's close on that it's been a great episode i don't know what we're gonna call this i i'm really no, we went all over the place i'm frankly lost but i mean let's be Worry honest about that for the graphics guy oh yeah wait well, you don't have to edit it um life's been crazy guys i don't know who's listening i hope there's people listening we've been trying to like just bang out these podcasts but you know like i leave tomorrow and on top of like being away so many weekends it's like fuck, we got all this work to do and now moving into september we excuse me we got a shitload of work to do with this new client that i think is happening that i think is going to happen so bear with us if we're a little all scrambled eggs but trying to do our best mose you want to sign off uh well that just put me on my heels i love that for me all right guys Um, thanks so much for listening i'll save mose from the deep darkness of his mind thanks for listening follow us on renter p podcast at renter p podcast everywhere and we'll see you next week get out